Maureen Younger. Hello, Jen Brister. And we're back. We're back. Still at the Edinburgh Festival, Maureen. Still at the Edinburgh Festival. And so it goes. And so it goes. But you know what I find? After we hit the halfway mark, I think it's gone quite quickly. Good for you, Maureen. It has dragged <laughs> like time is standing still. Anyway, let's not go any further. We've properly introduced our podcast where you are here with Maureen Younger. And Jen Brister. And we are just talking to you in my laptop, as we always do. <laughs> Uh, in my flat here in the new town in Edinburgh. I've just realised we've got a proper mic in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, we've got a proper microphone. But do you know what? Oh, then we have to We'd go have between, to do yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, and no. talk about it. And I can't be bothered with all that. Okay, we'll just go with so this. So we'll just go, go with this, this option. pile of crap that we've got here. <laughs> uh, still got the gin trolley, Maureen? You've got a gin trolley. Yeah, Jen's, I, Jen has misplaced the liqueur because I, I, I wouldn't mind it. I haven't misplaced it. It's in the kitchen, oh, Maureen. Kitchen. Oh. It's not on the trolley. And Maureen was like, someone's got through the <laughs> someone's got through the gin. Bit of worry like, in my voice. I said, <laughs> Maureen, it's next door. Calm all, down. All that's happened is that the gin that was on the trolley is now sitting on the side in the kitchen. It's not like the the look of concern on Maureen's I face know, was like, Will you polish that off quick? I could I find it very hard to find alcohol that I like, so that was really nice. Well, I've do you I've want earmarked to, it. You can have it. Do you want to take it home with you? I can't. I'm flying, innit? I? Unless I put it in a really little small 100 milliliters. Just put... <laughs> you know what? You're, you're, I, I would not put that past more. I mean, I would do it, buy to buy separate, <laughs> like, 100 mil bottles I mean, and then just empty gin into each one. Do you know what? As I was saying, I'm thinking, that's a good that idea. That's a great idea. Because I think I'd probably get five of them, couldn't I? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe put, uh, in my yeah, luggage. Yeah. No, actually, do you know what? Probably not even because it's not that big a bottle. You probably get like, a, you know. I might actually do that. Yeah, you're welcome to do it. Also, um, <laughs> I'm sure we will have uh, another drink before the end yeah. of the festival. I mean, that won't look suspicious. A lot of little liquid I bottles. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, Maureen only had one drink and a third of the bottle's gone. <laughs> I was like, no, how did that happen? No, I must have really given you a big... No, but then behind your back, I pulled myself another one. Well, it wasn't behind my back, Maureen. I said to you, help yourself. <laughs> but I did think... God, I really did give Maureen quite a big glass. Brief interlude there, Maureen. 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 <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a that's an even better name, Maureen. Maureen. Thank Maureen. you very much. Do you know what? I get called so many different things? But wait a second. Things. Let's just acknowledge that. Oh that happened. yes, that did happen. Something technological happened, and we had to pause. Not been very professional the last couple of podcasts. <laughs> Not that it was professional before. Anyway, Maureen, do carry on. No, just I don't know about you, but I get called different things. So like people call me Mo, Masha, Maridel, Moore. Maridel? Yeah, that's what they call me in Austria, Maridel. Oh wow, I've never heard that Have before. You know, I've, yeah. heard, I've heard people calling you Mo. Yeah. yeah, but no, the boys call me boys call me Maridel. Maridel. I mean, that's quite unique. <laughs> I don't think that's a common one. Well, it's it's short, for, I think, for Maria in Austrian German. Maridel is short Maridel. for... So a name that is as long as Maria is short for Maria. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting uh, shortening What there. do you mean? Like, it's like a... Kozanama. It's like a, like, a, like a name for somebody that you know a very pet well. pet name. pet uh, name, yeah. Uh, sort of, yeah, yeah. I get called... Uh, whenever I say my name, if I don't say Jennifer, then I get called Jan, Jean... Joan, Joan, <laughs> Ben, Jane. Uh, often people will correct my name. I'll say it's Jen Brister, and they'll go Jane, and I'll go J E N, and they'll go J A N E, and I'm like, okay, so I'm spelling it for you, and it's J E N, as in short for Jennifer, and they're like, 
Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said your name was Jane. And I went, well, I spelt it for you. And in the spelling, <laughs> that was the clue that, that my name wasn't Jane. Does your mother always call you Jennifer? No, she called me Jen. My dad calls me Mavis, which is, we're a very close family. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> Especially as his current wife is called Mavis. I know as well. But yeah, anyway, very close. Uh, and then in Spain, I remember spelling my name and... Uh, because they couldn't f- spell it. And then I wrote it and they went, ah, Maureen, like as if I'd been pronouncing my own name incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm called Jennifer in Spain. So the J is a yeah. So, uh, I mean, go figure. Go figure. But the Spanish don't really concern themselves with trying to pronounce it in the way that you would pronounce it in English. They'll just go, I'll just Spanish that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah? so I used to get called Maria a lot or Madalena. Yeah. Yeah, whereas, I mean, in, in England we do that. So, like, if you said, oh, my name is um, Javier or Juan, they go, Juan. Well, it's Juan. Juan. Yeah, all right, Juan. It's Juan. W-A-N, Juan. That's, that's a lovely name, isn't it? Juan or Juan. Oh, and if you're called Jesus in Spain, good luck in England. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> also, if you're called in Spain, it's Angel. And obviously everyone, then it, obviously if you anglicise that, it's Angel. Uh, so, you know, we're all I, doing I it. I knew somebody was called Conception, which does not work well in Concepcion. English. Concepcion? Yeah. No, that doesn't. <laughs> wow, that really doesn't. I used to go to school with a young lad from Pakistan, and his name was Shital. Well, now, that's, that's unfortunate. a very unfortunate name when you're like eight or nine. Obviously, we know my friend Suck Deep. We know your friend Suck Deep. And her brother Hardik. Okay, you're joking. <laughs> real that's name. That's not real. That is a real name. He- She's called Suck Deep and he's called Hard Dick. Yeah. That's not allowed. What's wrong with his parents? With their parents? What were they thinking? I know, I will call my children Suck Deep and Hard Dick. Right, where should we move to? England? England. Seems like the best place to go with names like that. You know what the British are like? They'll never bring it up. Oh, no, we never like, we never no, like no. a pun. We, we never like innuendo. We don't, we, don't, we don't like innuendo in this country, do we? Do you know, I once watched a Carry On film in, dubbed into German. It's not the same. It was not the same. It was the one, uh, Carry On Screaming. Oh, thing, God. With Sergeant Big One, which, I mean... Make, Sergeant <laughs> Big One. Which, of course, made no sense in German at yeah. all. I mean, those things are very British. Yeah, I think a lot of carry-on films just would not translate into any other language. I mean, because um, yeah. we so... I mean, I worked for Mazda, the Japanese car company in Germany, and somebody sent me a fax once, that's how old it was, sent me a fax, and they'd written on the top, can you give her one for me? And, of course, I just started laughing, but and you couldn't really explain it. Well, what were, they, what were they... They wanted me to give a copy, so they just wrote, can you give her one for me? Yeah, lovely. Which, obviously, for a British person is And you funny. said, uh, I'll give her two. That's the number one. <laughs> Yeah, there is something really British about innuendo, isn't it? Oh, we love it. Is it because we're so reserved and uh, not reserved? Uh, what do you call it? Uptight. R- r- uptight. And yeah, maybe we're a bit sexually uptight, and so the, that that's quite a good way of being able to kind get of all of that, that out. Seaside humour type thing. Yeah, we love a bit of seaside. Oh, I say so. Oh, having the apples and pears, all doing it up the old. What's I mean, it? To say that. I suppose Karen screaming and oh, the one with um, Karen Clea. Carry on, Cleo. Oh, carry great. on, Cleo's Infamy, infamy. They've all got it in infamy. infamy. I mean, that's such a great joke. Yeah, Kenneth Williams. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, that's very much of our generation, though. Those and were on television all the time. And also, if you saw there was a Carry On film, we'd all watch it. We loved it. Well, can I say because Jim Dale was in a lot of these movies? Yeah, I saw I Jim, Jim Dale, Dale do a one-man show 
about a year or two ago in the West End. And is he alive? Oh, my God. Not only is he alive, he's fantastic. The show was fantastic. And he is, he's got more energy than the two of us together, which no. is, obviously isn't saying much. I've, I've but he explained was, how much energy I've got, Maureen. I've got he a lot. Was, he, was, he was so... I mean, he's got the body of a, a much younger man. And you forget all the stuff he did. He, 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 was, he was absolutely brilliant show. If, if, it gets, if you ever get a chance to see it, I would fully recommend it. Because the, the, um, he was the first Barnum. The first what? Barnum. You know, there was a really famous show called Barnum. Um, Michael Crawford then did it. You know, it included tightrope, walking. and I mean, he was amazing. He's an amazing career. I definitely recommend the show if you see it. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, he was always the handsome doctor, wasn't yes. he? Yes. Uh, he was always the one that uh, was going to get off with the heroin. And he was always doing... The... All, he did all his, his I own stunts. I mean, there stunts. were no heroines, were they? they? were just women who got their baps up. Yeah, Barbara Wins. He, he always did his own stunts. And he wasn't insured. They weren't insured in those days. And oh, my said, God. I know. And he said he, then he never... He didn't really click. That's why it was always the last day of filming that they did all the major stunts. Because he did amazing stunts yeah, in those days. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a really, really good show. But I, I, I suspect that there'll be a lot of people listening to this who've never seen a carry-on film, Maureen, and will be unlikely to watch <laughs> Jim Dale doing a one-man show. Well, I'm, I don't even think he's still doing it I'm now, gonna, anyway. I'm going to put it out there. Maureen's quite niche taste. <laughs> do feel free to just ignore them. <laughs> Most people Maureen's do. recommendations. I saw a show 11 years ago. If you ever it get a chance brilliant. to see it. If you can travel back in time. If you can travel back in time to see it. That I mean, the chances of Jim Dale still doing that show are slim to zero. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he'll be overly no, doing no. it again. But, but it's anyway. good to recommend something that no one can see. Well, in um, case Jim Dale's listening. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> that was. <laughs> what are the chances? My God. Given that avid listeners. I mean, literally, I mean, that's quite niche. If you're going to go, of all the people that have been on television in the world that might be listening to this, I'm going to put I'm going to go for Jim Dale. I think he'll be Jim Dale. 100%. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that will stumble across this podcast and think, oh, never Maureen, heard of these two Maureen, women. And Maureen loved the show. The picture's dodgy. The production value so is zero. Non-existent. Uh, yep, I'm tuning into this. They might mention me. I hope they mention me. A show that I did about two, three years ago. Yeah, anyway. that I'm no longer performing. Well, <laughs> Maureen, I mean, what I want to know is when yes. the next series of Outlander is happening, ah. because we do have people that are actually quite into Droughtlander that don't watch Outlander, and I've had a couple of people ask me when we're doing it, and I'm like, I've got I no know. idea. And uh, Maureen's trying to look, look at Google. Look at, as, I, I just thought Maureen would know. I, Maureen's interest in Outlander, I'm not going to lie to you, has waned. It has waned. Since we discovered that Sam Hewen is in it less and less, because obviously he's getting old uh, in the books. Yes, he's in it less so and less. So he's now going to be officially sort of in his 50s. Yeah. This. So, like, more it's like, do I really want to watch it? It's, tr- it's true. I'm not as an avid. No. We're saying that it's on Channel 4 at the moment. I have been rewatching the. Of course, you have. You Why know. not keep rewatching it over and over again? But we will, I think we will cover the next series. But oh, I, yeah. I can't promise that Maureen's enthusiasm will be what it was maybe the first three series. Oh, it's going to come back in early two, 2020. No, I'm looking at Early 2020, guys. You can look forward to us covering the show months after it's been out. Mo- Maureen's just done a take, no, no, take a I breath. Thought, no, I thought they said no, but I got it wrong. Oh, Maureen got it wrong. It's fine. fine. Okay. So 2020, yeah. 2020, it's true. that's I'm not big as, enough. I'm not as excited. Like, season one, I, was, I watched it for a loop. For, in, and season two. Yeah, not as much. But yeah, season one, definitely. Season two. Season three, I've just been watching the first five episodes of season three, which are brilliant, the first six episodes. 
And then it gets. And then bit. season four, we're like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, no. I, I mean, mean, we're in. Um, we're in, what's it, where they kept going, do you know where, what's his name, land is? What land? Oh, where they kept saying, can you tell me where such and such is? And they're like, oh, around the corner, down the road. Oh, <laughs> oh Abba, Abba something, yeah. Abba Weiwei or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a village in Wales. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's just, there's somewhere in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just down the road, oh, mate. Just, just there, there. <laughs> I mean, Past that copse of trees, over the field. Jamaica's a massive island, but it's just there. Just there, mate. And they get to the north, they get to the Canadian border in a couple of months, don't they? On a single well, track through the woods. What happens is, when you've got on from a boat from Jamaica, you just wash off on Canadian shores. Oh no, they walked, didn't they? They walked. They, they walked kind of went, they went oh, no, they walked to New York. Yeah, kind of through State. a little path. Yeah. There's just what you don't realise is that when you're living in like Georgia or sort of Alabama or those. New are, York is very close then by. New York firstly isn't too bad. And there's just <laughs> this one track, just this like one little path. And you'll just get there, won't you? Yeah, it's amazing. You don't have to veer left. You don't need a right. compass. You don't need a compass to read. And all of And you never get attacked. And the forest looks exactly the same. It looks like it's a forest you'd find in Scotland. <laughs> um, it never looks any different. There's never any open fields or uh, there's just a forest road, and it takes you all the way there. And that's that's something I learned about watching Outlander. But do you know what? There's rumours that I don't know if it's true that uh, they might do an own, like a breakaway series with Lord John Gray. I know. Yeah, we've talked about this, and um, my interest was was minimal. <laughs> as much as I like Lady Jane Gray, I'm not that bothered <laughs> about seeing a whole series about him, particularly. Oh, okay. Just, I mean, that's just me. I mean, I, I mean, I. Let's be honest, Maureen. I, I struggle to be interested in the actual original series, let alone. I mean, you. Those breakaway series are for people that haven't had enough of the original series. I feel quite like that's. I don't need. No. It. Yeah. No. I'm okay. I'm not the target audience for that. I don't. No. I, you, no. You never were really the target audience for Outlander, were you? No. No. I'm, no. I'm the target audience for Outlander. No, I like something more dystopian. I like I like things. You where... should get, you should watch Sense Eight. You'd love Sense Eight. I don't know. It sounds a bit like something a child would watch. No, it's the people. It's from the people who made the Matrix. Okay, I'll watch it, Maureen. I mean, it's really. I mean, it's it's really. I thought any Sense Eight fans out there, but it's really. I thought it was really good. It's Maureen got so sad at the beginning of Edinburgh when she realised she'd binge watched Sense Eight and had nothing left to watch. I know, for the it, rest was, of the festival. it was. I was so gutted. Her little face. I didn't know what to suggest because it's not like I can say, "Oh, watch what I'm watching: Stranger Things or the ha- the Haunting of Hill House or oh, no, Fear the Walking that. Dead." Because no, I, I love that. a bit of like zombies, no, scream, death. The end of the world. Upbeat uh, Brister. I just feel like it really, like, you know, it's quite cathartic. You think, well, life is shit now, but at least we have a zombie zombies. apocalypse or I'm not a handmaid. Uh, you know, there's that sort of thing. I think, oh, right, oh, no, that's I was making me feel better. when I finished Sensei. It was so good. Um, this talk, hopefully talk, I don't know, they've, they've stopped it, but I don't know why. It was just, but it's really, asked really interesting questions about life and it's, I think you find, and it is quite dystopian. I think you find it really interesting. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's Sense and then Eight. Sense number. and then Eight. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely... It's not the type of thing I thought I'd be... I only started watching it because there's a sexy Spanish man in it, to be fair. Um, and it was really great. Right, okay. All right, well, I might give it a whirl more. And to be honest, I'm right I'm right neck deep in Fear the Walking Dead at the moment, so I'll, I'll get back Is that to the you. zombie thing? Yeah. I like it. Isn't it a lot of people getting killed and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, lots of people getting eaten alive by zombies. It's great. Anyway, I mean, try and keep it upbeat. Um, also, uh, I mean, my my watching habits during Edinburgh really reflect, I think, my mental health. So Chernobyl, 
The Haunting of Hill House and Fear the Walking Dead are just three of the shows I've really got into. Well, I've been watching a Gaelic soap opera. How about that? Scotch Gaelic soap opera. Of course you have, Maureen. <laughs> Whilst reading some German literature on the side. Although we did establish last week, that uh, not last week, but the last podcast, that you are actually reading my book. Yes, so that's true. So, yeah, so I'm doing some light reading. Light reading. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even, like, counter that. I'm like, I, you're not going to get lighter reading than my book, I don't think. It is as light as it gets. Yes, yeah, so I've been watching that. I've been, and I've been doing, uh, there's a Gaelic, t- uh, teachers learn Gaelic thing on BBC, which I've been watching as well. Oh, Maureen, it sounds really horrifically dull. Listen, <laughs> we've got, we're coming up to the end of the festival. What are, your, what are you going to do? We're going out tonight for a drink, aren't we're we? We're going out for drinks? Maureen and I have decided we're going to go out for drinks. It's, we haven't done this at all, festival. We haven't done it. No, we haven't, though. We haven't. I know. <laughs> oh right, I thought you were going. Well, we haven't done it all festival like we have. We no, haven't. No, we haven't. Genuinely haven't. And it's, been it's her agent. It's it's her agent's drinks. It's only really for her clients. But that I don't really let that stop me, do I? Because I turned up well, last year. Last year, Maureen. <laughs> turned up my cousin. Uh, came to my agent's drinks. Uninvited. Uninvited. It's fine. Well, I brought you to yes. be fair. So Maureen was with a cousin and went out for dinner at uh, like basically um, had a mums. really big meal. Yeah, mince tatties. No, it wasn't. It was haggis, neeps, and tatties. Haggis, neeps, and tatties. And I've seen the size of these portions. They're they big. are humongous. Anyway, I meet up with Maureen and I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go for these drinks just quick, and then you know uh, we can go somewhere else. And Maureen's like, oh great, yeah, that's perfect. So we went, had a drink. Maureen got herself a free drink. Double Baileys. Oh, yeah, because I realised they were free. So that I was going to have a water, and then I realised that her agent was paying for it. I said, so it I a... said, do you want a drink? Maureen went, oh, no. And I said, well, Holly's paying for it. And Maureen went, yeah, I'll have oh. a Baileys. <laughs> Very quickly. And then also, what, there was free pizza. So there was loads of pizzas, yeah. all different kinds of pizzas, meat pizzas, vegan pizzas, all the kind of pizzas. And Maureen just went straight in. Literally, she'd just come from the <laughs> restaurant where she'd eaten her dinner. Went I straight for a pizza. And she'd had pudding. And I said, Maureen, haven't you literally just eaten... Yeah, but it was free food. That's what Maureen said. I don't turn down a free meal. And to be fair, everyone was quite happy because you were the only one eating the ham and pineapple. Oh, so I love a ham and pineapple pizza. So Maureen went chow down on the ham and pineapple. I looked on with what can only be described as incredulity. <laughs> I was like, I, you have, I, I mean, like literally just eaten like, like about five minutes ago. Oh, I know. And then, of course, I had to finish off the impressing uh, uh, Jen's agent. I went to the loom. What did I have on my shoe? Toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> Hadn't noticed. Just walking through a members bar <laughs> full of performers with bog roll hanging from your shoe as you chowed down on a bit of ham and pineapple pizza. There was a bit of me that was like, I mean, I sh- we should just embrace this, really. There's nothing. There's no- you could just make out I'm a performance artist. I, th- I mean, I don't think, to be fair, I think people were like, yeah, that's Maureen. Yeah. And anyone that didn't know you just seemed like, well, she's doing it with such confidence. So, uh, she must know it's there and not care. Because Maureen was like, yeah. Whatever. I could move this bog roll off my feet, but I'm not going to. It's a bit like that time we went out for that posh uh, charity dinner and Maureen had a dress tucked into her knickers. Yeah, I did notice that. I did not know that was the case. I know. I mean, I I was like, I can't let you walk out in front of Emma Thompson and what's Colin Firth. Colin Firth with your dress tucked into your knickers. What, the guy that I had dinner with? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. So Maureen told everyone that we had dinner with Colin Firth. Which was technically true. We were in the same room. It was a very big room, to be fair. To be fair, it was a... people in it. It was like a ballroom. It was a ballroom. We were were nowhere near them. But anyway, I think we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. But technically, it was correct. Technically, whatever. Maureen, let's not get 
box out. The All right then. So, oh look, we've almost done twenty minutes, Jim. Oh God, Lauren, thank God, I've run out of things to say. I've got so little energy up here in Edinburgh. I find it really difficult to do all this like unplanned chat. God, what are we doing? I've got to go off now and record an audible comedy thing. Wow, and I'm going to go for a little snooze before my show. Maureen's going to have a snooze. You going to have a snooze here? Of course. Yeah, you can have a snooze here. And then uh, we'll meet up later. To go out and about. To go out and about. And you will hear about our adventures, what pizzas Maureen eats, what drinks she gets for free despite not being actually invited <laughs> to the drinks. And uh, how we very publicly say goodbye to a room full of comedians and then find out we can't find the exit. And have to go right past them again. past those comedians to find the exit. Trying to look cool. Trying to look our coolest. Okay then, that's it from us. Uh, bye. Bye 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 bye. <laughs>